Hello and welcome to the Yuha UP podcast. My name is Yuha and no, that is not a stage name. This is a fitness podcast where I try and help you along your fitness journey, often using mobility interventions to help you break through barriers or plateaus you've been struggling with. And if you're like me and believe that improving joint health should be a part of your routine, this is for you. use mobility training to progress our chin-ups, our pull-ups. This is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, so I saw a article talking about, okay, it said, once I'm capable of doing a pull-up or a chin-up with good form, do I need to do anything else besides add weight? So that's a very straightforward question. Once I do that, how do I continue getting better? Adding weight is just a way to, you know, use progressive overload to get stronger in the exercise, maybe to add size, add speed. We don't know what their goals are, but how do you progress that? And from a joint health perspective, there are a lot of people that are going to end up doing high volume chin-ups or high volume of pull-ups and without adequate prerequisite mobility or without being conscious, conscious with the form that you have during the exercise you may run into having little egg nagging elbow pain here, nagging shoulder pain here, et cetera, et cetera. Because a chin-up or pull-up, that is a multi-joint compound movement. There's moving parts, literally. There's some wrist stuff, some elbow stuff, some shoulder stuff, some scapular stuff. There's a lot going on at the same time. So really what I want us to focus on one of the first things would be looking at, do you have adequate amount of active shoulder flexion? In order to reach up, it requires shoulder flexion. In order to perform the movement, your shoulder is just locked in shoulder flexion. But a lot of people are actually limited in shoulder flexion. And one prerequisite, if you are limited in shoulder flexion, which, an ex- which is an example of a linear movement, Oftentimes, uh, just like if there's something wrong with the house, you got to look at the foundation of the house. If there's a limitation in a linear motion like shoulder flexion, it's important to look at what's the fundamental movement of the shoulder, its rotation. So it's important to have adequate amount of shoulder flexion. But if you're limited in there, I would advise that you start to look at and start to self-assess What does your internal rotation look like? Because if you're lacking, if there are issues in joint coupling within the shoulder capsule for one reason or another, that more in a future episode if you want, but you need active shoulder flexion. And if you're limited there, then you should uh, assess your shoulder rotation. Second is you definitely need to be able to initiate the pull-up, the chin-up. You need to be able to initiate the movement with scapular retraction and scapular depression. Your scapula has to be able to move actively in all ranges of motion. And if you're not activating, if you're not using your scapula during the movement, then that movement is going to have to come out somewhere else and there may be extra stress on the shoulder. There may be extra stress on the elbow. Elbow pain is unfortunately common with individuals that don't have propular scapular control or just 
individuals who just don't put much focus into the form and just focus on the movement itself or focus on, oh, got to get five reps. I got to get 10 reps. Got to get X amount of reps. So focus on scapular movement. So self-assess and see, okay, what's your scapular elevation like? What is your scapular depression like? Protraction, retraction. Are you able to hang and actively squeeze your shoulder back? Are you able to hang and actively protract? If you can't do that, well, then you need to start to regress things and say, okay, are you able to do that unloaded? Are you able to do that with your hand in front of you? Can you do that maybe in a push-up position or start to look at how you could progress that? But you need to be able to have adequate amount of scapular mobility, scapular articular control. And yeah, if, if I was training you and if we were in a session and you were to do a pull-up or a chin-up and you did not initiate the movement with your scapula, I wouldn't count that rep. Also, you need to have enough lumbar flexion. Not that you need to have massive amounts of lumbar flexion, but for people that are limited in scapular mobility or if they're not really paying attention or if they're only paying attention to how high they go and not paying attention to the form that they're using during the range of motion that they're training in, they kind of end up faking in this lumbar extension. They like puff their chest out, bring a lot of extension there, and it's it's important to have just enough lumbar flexion where you can kind of keep your core, keep your rib cage relatively low, lower, relatively down during that range of motion. Uh, so yeah, so look at that, but that's not, uh, I wouldn't say that's the most common thing, but, um, so that's something you can do. And then lastly, I'll just kind of wrap those together. So let's say you're saying, okay, I want to get better at pull-ups. I want to get better at that stuff. How do we actually approach this from a mobility standpoint? Take those three ranges of motion that we talked about. Shoulder flexion, scapular movement in all directions, and lumbar flexion. Start by trying to improve those motions passively. Because if you're going to be challenging yourself dynamically, the fundamental movements of those articulations of your joints, the fundamental movement of linear rotations linear rotations the first fundamental principle in a linear movement is you need to have adequate amount of passive range of motion so take a look at that shoulder flexion and see do you even have enough passive shoulder flexion because if you're limited in passive shoulder flexion then you're not going to be able to move forward with that and that should be your starting point but if you do have adequate amount of passive shoulder flexion then start to create, uh, start to build upon that and build strength isometrically and then build strength and shoulder flexion dynamically, both concentrically and then eccentrically. Those are very broad principles. If you want me to talk about that in a future podcast, please reach out to me. Take those three movements, shoulder flexion, scapular movement in all directions and lumbar flexion and start to build up competency in those movements passively, isometrically and dynamically. There's a lot that goes into that, but that's just a hierarchical approach on how to train yourself so you can progress in your chin-ups, progress in your pull-ups without unnecessarily risking injury. That's everything I want to talk about today. If there's anything you want me to discuss in a future podcast, please let me know. I'm going to leave links to my socials in the description so you can reach out to me and we can have a open communication. Without further ado, that's everything we want to talk about today, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.